Hey, welcome to the Holistic Beauty Podcast. We are licensed naturopathic doctors practicing in sunny California, and we are changing how skincare is looked at. We want you to understand that skin health is a manifestation of balance from within. So each week, we'll be bringing you tidbits to complete your skincare routine from the inside out and the outside in. So let's get into it. Hey guys, even though we are doctors, we're not your doctor. So we want you to know that this podcast and the information on here is not medical advice. It is not meant to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any conditions or disease. And it's only meant for education, okay? So always speak to your doctor or licensed healthcare provider before starting anything new. Hey beauties, welcome back to another episode of the Holistic Beauty Podcast. So in this week's episode, we are going to be talking about laser and light therapies. If you missed last week's episode, we brought Beth Colombo back on to the podcast to talk about all things body contouring related. So if you're interested and you missed it, go back and check it out. It was a good episode. So good. A lot of things we can do to help us, uh, you know. Tight. (laughs) Burn fat, build muscle, (laughs) all the above. All the things we want for 2023, basically. (laughs) Exactly. So in today's episode, we are going to be, again, talking about these laser and light therapies. What's the difference between them? Like, what is LED? What is IPL? And then there are different types of laser treatments. So we're going to be talking about those. How effective are all of these and what are they commonly used for? And then we're also going to be talking about our experiences with laser and light therapies or if we would even try any of these. So for you guys who don't know, lasers is actually an acronym. I did not realize this. So lasers stand for light amplification by stimulated emission of radiation. That's crazy. Yeah. I did not know know that. that. I also learned that radar is also an acronym, but like that's another episode. But anyway, (laughs) lasers increase light's intensity by generating a thing called photons and then they release them as a light beam. And it needs an energy source called a pump in order to accomplish this. And it's actually really interesting. Like from what I was looking into the research and what Dr. Marola told me, these lasers hit certain things called chromophores. And chromophores are like these how would you describe it? It's like these things that basically hold onto light and become yeah, vaporized. Yeah, the skin. But yeah, it's interesting how these like different lasers use like different types of technology to basically zap chromophores in the skin for these like uh, skin benefits, which is really cool. And they're like what you said earlier in the intro, there are different types of lasers and there are also like non-laser types. Now, in regards to like these non-laser type light therapies, it's going to be LED, also known as like light emitting diodes. There's going to be IPL, which is intense pulse light. And then the different types of lasers, guys. There are so many different types of lasers. So many. And this the world of lasers is so confusing. So this episode really helped clarify things. It's really it was really fun to go into the science, but also like really <laughs> overwhelming. But we try to break it down as best as possible for you guys. So from what we saw there is like resurfacing lasers. And, and under the umbrella of surf, resurfacing lasers, there's going to be ablative non-fractionated lasers. There's going to be ablative fractionated and then non-ablative non-fractionated and non-ablative <laughs> fractionated. So basically there's ablative and then non-ablative and then it's going to be fractionated and non-fractionated. Yeah. Crazy. And then there's also going to be vascular lasers and vascular lasers are like pulse dye and so many other things. And then there's going to be lasers for pigmentation, which is really cool. And tattoo removal lasers, hair removal lasers and acne specific lasers. And what I've actually been seeing a lot of this on social media, it's called Avaclear. That's how you pronounce it, right? Mm -hmm. 
and it's going to be a acne-specific laser that uses the chromophore of sebaceous glands. So what that means is that these lasers zap your sebaceous glands or oil-producing skin cells. That, I know. And like we know that oil-producing skin cells play a role in acne, which is so cool. But yeah, I think like LEDs are really cool. Have you ever tried LEDs before? I have. I've tried actually, actually I have tried red light and blue light. You tried blue light? Yeah. Because my little microneedling, or it's not microneedling device. Oh, that little like wand thing you have in your bathroom. Yes. Yes. I've seen it from Carter and Jane. It Uh has like six different functions and one of them's blue light. Interesting. It's really nice. So there's like really cool science about LEDs actually. Okay. So it was 2020 and I was like, I'm seeing all this stuff on social media about, you know, these LED masks, right? Yeah. And I'm like, is this real? Does this actually work? I never really had the opportunity to look into the science until we did this episode, honestly. And there's some science saying that there are different types of LEDs commonly used in these um, devices. So it's going to be blue light, like what you spoke about, and also red light. And then there's also infrared. And in regards to LEDs, what science says is that it could be helpful for mild to moderate acne, wound healing, and psoriasis, which is really, really cool. So in regards to acne, what science actually shows is that in vitro studies using blue light have been helpful for treating P. acnes. And P. acnes is that bacteria that plays a role in acne, hence the name P. acnes. Mm-hmm. Another study showed that there was a beneficial effect on inflammatory acne that after five weeks of using the uh, this blue light, blue LED light, and it became significant, like even more significant at weeks eight and 12. That is so cool to me. Wow. And then with wound healing, this is actually really interesting because I know a lot of providers who do like PRP and also these like microneedling procedures, they use LED to help with wound healing afterwards. Hmm. And I was like, is there science behind that? You know, and yeah. there is. There is. It's so so cool. cool. So what they saw was that after using red LED, they saw significant, like faster wound healing in those areas um, after getting a laser, actually. So what they did was like a YAG laser with CO2, and it basically increased wound healing, which is so cool. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I might start like adding that into our office. My office, not our office. We don't have an office. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that's really cool, you know. Have you ever seen like estheticians like use those LEDs on their skin? yeah. And you've tried, you said you tried red light therapy, right? Red mm-hmm. LEDs. Have you seen like any change at all? I haven't been consistent enough with it to really notice, honestly. I feel you. I feel you. And then, so like what we said earlier, there's science saying that LED is good for, or can be helpful for mild to moderate acne. There's also science saying that it's really helpful for wound healing. And there's also science saying that like some sorts of LED therapy can be helpful for psoriasis as well. This mm. is so interesting to me. So in regards to that, they saw that two weekly 20 minute sessions for four to five weeks was helpful with psoriasis, which is so interesting to me. So LED. Nice. What are your thoughts? Would you do it? Yeah, I'm a big fan. I mean, you have been doing it. I have been doing it, but I think like after learning about this, it makes me want to do it even more. Exactly. Well, <laughs> and, and even bring it to the office too. Yeah. And you actually, you don't, you told me you have like a huge yes, one. Yes, We have a standing LED. It's like red light therapy uh-huh. in the office at in Pure Health, only in Encinitas, not in our Palm Springs location. And it's a giant standing one. So basically it's a 30 minute session. You do your front side and then halfway through, you pretty much do like turn around and do your backside. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's supposed to have a bunch of benefits like for your skin and for pain relief and all this good stuff. So going to skin a little bit more, there's signs saying that LED could be helpful for skin rejuvenation. Oh, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> Give me all the skin rejuvenation therapies. <laughs> so what scientists suggest is that certain types of LEDs can actually activate the own body's like um, collagen production process, which wow. is so cool by like using, by basically hacking your mitochondria. It is so fascinating to me. But what I think on LED is that I would definitely try it. Like I haven't been, I don't have one. I know they can be expensive. Like, have you seen like some of these like crazy masks that like look like your face? Those are pricey. That's for sure. I've looked into those, mm -hmm. but they have handheld devices. Light Stim has some that you can buy, like a handheld device for like $249, I think. Interesting. I want to try it. Mm -hmm. I'll let you know if I do end up getting it, end up trying it. Okay. But it seems like there's science saying that blue light therapy could be helpful for acne. There's also science saying that red light therapy could be helpful for wound healing. So that's something that might be helpful for individuals who do get PRP with microneedling. And there's also like science saying that's, that could be helpful for psoriasis and skin rejuvenation, which is so cool. And beyond that, there's IPL. Have you ever tried IPL? No, but after hearing your experience, I really want to try it. After how I got it and then went back out in the sun and got more sunspots? Yeah, spots. minus the sun portion, <laughs> but like, <laughs> just getting it and you liked it, right? I did like it. So what I saw with IPL was that it really helped out with my dark spots, honestly. So with my skin type, I tend to get dark spots really easily when I'm under sunlight and IPL really helped out with that. And in this story that I mentioned earlier, I got it. My skin was like glowy and amazing. I looked so beautiful. <laughs> and then I went under the sun without sunscreen, you know, and I got more sunspots. So lesson is protect your investment. Okay, Dr. Marola. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, in regards to IPL, it's basically used for a lot of things. So it's been FDA approved for certain types of conditions called telangiectasias. It's also used for photo rejuvenation, facial wrinkles, pigmentation, like hyperpigmentation. It's also been FDA approved for melasma, rosacea, and acne, which is really interesting. And what studies shows that a lesion clearance often depends on like how often IPL is done, as what science shows is that the um, effects of IPL is cumulative. So it seems like you do have to get it done more often just to get like more uh, clearance to lesions, which is really cool, or clearance to like achieve your skin goals. That's what, that's what I was trying okay. to say. Yeah. But downtime of IPL compared to lasers is a lot less, right? You don't have any downtime. Actually, so I did nice. not have any downtime at all when I had IPL. I didn't realize that it was approved to treat all of these things, which is really neat. Yeah. And then this is a, the next topic is really big guys. Yeah. Now we're going to dive in. <laughs> Lasers. Okay. Are we ready for this? We got this. Okay, cool. So what are lasers, my friend? I'm, I'm, you're taking the lead on this one. Oh boy. <laughs> All right, guys. So like we said in the beginning of this episode, resurfacing lasers in particular can be separated into two different types. So we have ablative and non-ablative lasers. Ablative and non-ablative lasers can further be separated into fractionated or non-fractionated lasers. So the difference between a fractionated laser and a non-fractionated laser, real quick, diving into the, the sciencey stuff here, basically non-fractionated lasers act on the entire projected surface area of the skin being treated. Mm -hmm. Whereas a fractionated laser targets an equally distributed portion of that projected area. I feel, I feel like a really good way to like, kind of like say this is like, let's think of like a shower head, right? Mm -hmm. So like, if you don't have a shower head, you have full on stream of water while a shower head on will basically have like smaller streams of water. Right. Mm -hmm. So in regards to non-fractionated, that's basically like a full stream of water. 
Yeah. While a fractionated is the shower head. So you have like little streams of water hitting you. Love it. I, love I just thought that. about that right now. Aren't you proud? That's awesome. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So ablative lasers are going to be the ones that are a little more aggressive than non-ablative lasers. So ablative lasers basically work by vaporizing the skin tissue. So it's more aggressive and it's way more downtime and the recovery process can be a little more difficult as well. And there's also a higher risk for experiencing certain side effects too, because it's so aggressive. Yes. So certain types of skin types might not be the best candidate for these ablative lasers. Yeah. However, the results can be pretty dramatic. And so it can be really helpful for addressing severe facial wrinkles, dispigmentation, and textural skin changes. So there's two types of ablative lasers. We have CO2 lasers and ER YAG lasers. And then we have fractionated lasers for non-ablative lasers. So the different types of non-ablative lasers that exist are pulsed energy lasers, ND YAG lasers, and diode lasers. It's actually really interesting. Um, when I was looking into the science, um, when looking at these non-ablative lasers, I saw that pulsed energy lasers were mainly used for red lesions or red um, skin stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the ND YAG is mainly used for blue lesions, like blue skin stuff. So in regards to like this red skin stuff for pulsed energy lasers, mm-hmm. what I saw was mainly used for was for hemangiomas or like arterial venous malformations. These are basically just like medical terms for things that are like red on the skin, you know? And then some blue lesions that I saw saw in literature was like, again, venous malformations and arteriovenous malformations. But again, Mm -hmm. just like blue looking things on the skin. So it's really interesting how like you could use specific types of lasers for specific colored lesions and how to like really help somebody achieve their skin goals, you know, which is really, really cool to me. Yeah, that's so interesting. Before we close off this like laser section, I just want to speak about like some of the possible complications of fractional laser use just to know just to like educate you guys. So there are some mild complications, like some redness, a thing called acneiform eruption. So it can sometimes look like acne um, in some individuals after they get lasers. There's also the possibility of swelling. And then there's also like more severe or moderate to severe complications. Like there's going to be infections and then there's also going to be scarring. And then for some of these like fractional lasers, anesthesia is actually need to be used. So some individuals, they might experience some anesthesia um, toxicity. Now, this episode was a lot. A lot about light therapies. We spoke about IPL. We spoke about LED. We spoke about lasers. And lasers was like the brunt of this conversation. Now, in regards to today's episode, just to do a quick recap, LEDs, there are different types of LEDs. There's going to be blue, red, and there's also like infrared. And then there's going to be IPL. And IPL can be used for so many things, like telinjectations, like the redness and capillaries on the skin. It could also be, according to science, it could be used for facial wrinkles, pigmentation, and so much more. And these tend to be like a little bit more gentle on the skin, while there's going to be the laser options, which can be a little bit more invasive. And in regards to laser options, there's going to be ablative and non-ablative, fractionated and non-fractionated. And ablative fractionated is going to be the one with the higher invasiveness, So it's going to be a little bit more intense where people can experience more of the complications while um, it seems like non-ablative, non-fractionated tends to be a little bit more gentle on the skin. Would you say so, my friend? Mm Mm-hmm. So in regards to ablative non-fractionated lasers, there are so many different types that we spoke about, CO2, ER, YAG. And then in regards to ablative fractionated lasers, it's going to be ablative CO2 as well in ER, YAG. And those are going to be used for like 
fine lines and wrinkles, photo aging, also acne scars, you know? Um, and then there's gonna be the non-ablative options. There's gonna be a non-ablative non-fractionated lasers, which is gonna be the pulse energy lasers, which is gonna be for, what did I say? The red lesions. And then there's also going to be NDYAG. And then there's going to be um, the non-ablative fractional lasers. So there's also NDYAG, erbium glass lasers, thulium fiber lasers. And then in regards to other lasers, there's vascular lasers as well, um, lasers for pigmentation, like the Q-switch, um, which we didn't really mention in this episode, but we can in a future episode. There's tattoo removal lasers, hair removal lasers, and also acne lasers. We touched, or we spoke about Aviclear earlier, and it's really cool that this, like there are two lasers actually, Aviclear and Neoclear. You told me about Neoclear, mm-hmm. Dr. Marola, and both of these, they target oil-producing skin cells, which is really interesting to me. And we do know that oil production plays a and development of acne. And before we close off this episode, Dr. Marola, which one would you use out of all of these? Out of all of these, if I'm doing a non-laser type, I'd probably do, well, LED or IPL, you can't go wrong with those, it sounds like. So I'm really curious about trying those. But out of the lasers in particular, I would stick with a non-ablative fractional laser for myself and for my skin type and skin issues. I am scared of lasers. (laughs) (laughs) Just like after doing some of this like research, I'm just like, oh my God, which one would I use, you know? So I would want to use like, honestly, like the non-laser types, like LED or IPL. I'd mainly Mm. stick more towards IPL. I do want to like learn more about like lasers and my skin type actually. So we do know that there are certain um, lasers that are not meant for like um, people of deeper skin tones. So I want to do some research in regards to that. But it seems like from what I'm seeing from people, people love lasers. People freaking love it. Yeah. You know, there's something like laser clinics out there. People get like really great responses with their skin. Like fine lines and wrinkles seem to just like vanish, which is so <laughs> cool to me, you know, and like these dark spots or photo aging, it seems to vanish as well, which is so cool. But yeah, that's today's episode, guys. It was a lot on light therapies, mm-hmm. so much on light therapies. And it's really cool. Like light is like a natural thing, you know? So make sure to connect with us on social media. We have our Instagram handles down below. If you do want to see us in office, we do have our websites down below as well. Um, Dr. Marola, her whole entire focus is acne, skin health, and also aesthetics and fillers and Botox and all these cool things. And then me, I'm acne and eczema. So if you do want to see us in office, our websites are down below. And also, we forgot to touch base on this, my friend. You have an acne course. I do. Yeah, so if you're looking for a natural way to get clear skin without needing to rely on medications, check it out. Where can people sign up? It's going to be in the description, I assume? It's going to be in the show notes, yeah. Perfect. Alrighty, guys. Make sure to share this with your friends and family, especially if they've been curious about, like, what the heck is IPL? What the heck is LED? And, like, lasers? Which one do they choose? But thanks so much, guys. Next week, we are going to actually speak about a topic you guys are interested and so, so interested about. Adult acne. Yes, we're revisiting acne, but focusing more on adult acne. It's going to be fun. That's my whole entire jam, adult acne. So we'll see you next week, guys. See you guys then.